welcome to the Pro Sports Talk Podcast. Hello, um, how are you doing? Welcome back to the Pro Sports Talk Podcast. Um, my favorite podcast, uh, I may be biased, but whatever. Um, India, I'm excited. Uh, it's been quite the week uh, for sports. It's been it's been good. It's been good. Um, obviously, I'm gonna be talking about the the most of the podcast is going to be spent talking about um, the return of the NBA, <clears throat> the the regular season, the real restart, and yeah, let's get right into it. So, very exciting. Just incredible that it's finally back. Um, it felt like so long, right? That we haven't had uh, the NBA, and it has been uh, quite a while. But it's back now, um, and I thought it was really interesting so far. Uh, we've had uh, four games. No, we've, we've had more, but... I'm going to talk about four games. Um, Jazz Pelicans, which was the first game. Uh, Lakers Clippers. Um, Bucks Celtics. And then Rockets Mavericks. Right? I guess those were the four big games. Um, there was also the, the Spurs. They played. Um, the Trailblazers and the Grizzlies played. Uh, the Magic, the Nets. Uh, the Suns and the Wizards. Those are all games that happened as well, but whatever. Um, I'm not gonna spend. I'm not really gonna talk about those. Uh, the Trailblazers Grizzlies game was really good, so. Uh, but I didn't actually watch it. Um, I couldn't watch it, so yeah. Um, now I do want to discuss first the the what the NBA has done with like setting up the fans uh, on the screens and stuff, the crowd noises, um, the arena noises, all of that stuff to make it feel like a real home game for the home team, the home team, you know, and I thought it was super interesting and made it enjoyable, well, I mean, more enjoyable, I really liked it, basically, um, and you have to give the NBA credit for their ideas with stuff like this that can help, um, help it help the fans get more engaged with with the game so that was cool but anyways let's get right into it um starting off oops, sorry with the, the jazz and the pelicans the first game of the restart and it was a great game to start it off they've all really been great games so far uh which has been interesting um and good i like it but um, the Jazz won. Obviously, they were down 16. They came back. They won. And now, the main attraction for the game uh, was Zion, right? But unfortunately, we didn't really get much of him. Uh, he only played 15 minutes. And honestly, they, they, they were probably the least important 15 minutes that he could have played. Uh, so, I didn't like what the coaching staff did with Zion. 
I thought he could have been used um, much better than he was. Uh, he still scored 13 points in the 15 minutes, and um, he just provided an energy to the team that would have been helpful late in the fourth quarter. They didn't get that um, from him because he was sitting on the bench. So that's unfortunate for the Pelicans. They did get a huge performance out of Brandon Ingram, though, who has been playing really well um, since being traded to the Pelicans, showing that he, well, proving that he was worth the second pick, right? It's just that with the Lakers, he didn't really get a starting role, as opposed to here with the Pelicans, where he's he's more of a he gets he gets more opportunities to to shine and to show his skill set. So yeah, he he also he almost made that last shot to win the game. I thought it went. I thought it was gonna go in, but it just you know spun out, which was unfortunate for the Pelicans. Especially in the race uh, to the playoffs, trying to get the eighth seed or the ninth seed, um, to get to the playing tournament. But uh, yeah, they didn't win. The Jazz did win, and I think the Jazz are an interesting team. I don't think that they're a championship team, especially with uh, Bojan Bogdanovich not being, um, not playing in the bubble. Uh, he opted out. And or no, he 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 was hurt. He had an injury, so he had to opt out. But um, yeah, and a lack of real like superstar power at the top that could compete with the Lakers and the Clippers and all that. Even though I do think Donovan Mitchell is really good, and obviously Rudy Gobert. But yeah, it's not superstar that could compete with LeBron and AD and Kawhi and Paul George and all that. So. I don't think they're a championship team, but I think they could play spoiler to a few teams, which makes them super intriguing um, to watch, right? And they also deserve credit for winning the game against the Pelicans. Down 16, they fought back and they won. Uh, gave us a good first game for the bubble. And so, yeah, that was very enjoyable. Um, <clears throat> moving on to the Lakers and Clippers, right? The game that everyone was waiting for realistically um because most think that the western conference champion is going to be one of these two teams right and it's probably will be um the they're the two best teams i personally think the clippers are better and yeah this game didn't change my mind on that the the lakers won on a lebron game-winning put back uh, off his own miss but even though they won I don't know. I don't know how good the Lakers can feel about facing the Clippers when they get uh, Lou Will and Montrez uh, Harrell back. Um, obviously, the whole Lou Will situation. Um, so he has the quarantine for the 10 days and all that. And Montrez Harrell had the personal situation, so he had to leave and come back and all that. So he's also going to have to quarantine and they're huge off the bench, especially um, Lou Will in late in the fourth quarter. He's a closer. He's clutch, um, and he he would have been big if if even just he was playing um, Thursday night. I think they would have won. 
just from his closing ability. But yeah, they're they're huge off the bench. Uh, those two guys. So and they weren't even playing. At Landry Shamit was terrible. Um, all that and still it was on the Lakers only won by two on a game-winning shot So that's not ideal for them, right? Um, now for the Lakers Anthony Davis he only scored two points in the fourth quarter um Which which has been a huge problem for him against the Clippers uh, All year, right? He only has ten total points in the fourth quarter in all four games against them, which is not good at all, and he's gonna have to do a lot more. Um, he's gonna have to contribute a lot more in the fourth if the Lakers want to win, want to beat the Clippers four times out of seven um, <clears throat> games without having to rely on LeBron saving them basically. Uh, you know what? He's gonna have to. He's gonna have to step up. There's especially if Lou will. And Montrez come back. Um, yeah, AD's gonna have to play as well as he did in the first three quarters to 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 win, really, in my opinion. Um, for the Clippers, Kawhi and Paul George both played well. Uh, Paul George, in particular, impressed me. He scored thirty points, but I don't know. I thought he stepped up. I thought it was really good. Um, if he plays like he did. In this game throughout the playoffs then uh, I don't think they can be stopped really and especially with Lou Will helping to close in the fourth I think the Clippers are going to be going to the finals um, at the very least if not winning it but um, yeah and then also LeBron he didn't have a great game he didn't have a good game um, apart from the late in the fourth, but other than that, he was pretty uh, average offensively. Um, so yeah, and that's that game. Great game though, great game. And moving on to the third game, Bucks Celtics. Um, this game was very good. Giannis is a beast, and he does deserve to win the MVP, and he's going to win it. Um. 36 points, 15 rebounds, 7 assists, uh, 16 fourth quarter points uh, when it mattered most. And so he just continues to prove <clears throat> why he's so good, right? Uh, and that's huge. Um, the Bucks also got big contributions from guys like Brooke Lopez, um, who was blocking everything. It, it seemed uh, Chris Middleton was playing the the role of second fiddle very well. Um, he made some nice shots, scored 18 points. Um, he played well, shot the ball well, and he's gonna have to if the Bucks want to win, uh, want to win a championship. Chris Middleton is going to be one of the biggest players. He has a lot of pressure on him in the in the bubble, because if they lose, um, who knows? Does Giannis want to stay in Milwaukee? Does he sign an extension or does he leave? Um, if they want a championship, he's obviously going to stay, and so Chris Middleton's going to have to step up and and help win a championship, right? Because he's number two on the team. Um, the rest of the team contributed in their own ways as well. Um, Wesley Matthews was making some nice threes, um, timely threes. Dante Dante Divincenzo 
um, making nice passes, um, all that, playmaking, whatever, you know. A bunch of guys, Robin Lopez was hitting threes. Everyone was doing something. And that's important for a team to win. And um, Giannis, is, ultimately, though Giannis is going to have to play like MVP Giannis for the Bucks to win a championship. And he's perfectly capable of doing that, I think. Um, and so, yeah. All the rest of the Bucks really have to do, apart from Chris Middleton, who's going to have to step up. Um, but the rest of them just have to not mess up. Uh, and that's it. And they seem capable of doing that. Um, for the Celtics, there was good and bad. I'll start with the good. Uh, Marcus Smart played really well. He scored 23 points. He played great defense, um, as he does. He provided energy. And so he's going to be big for, for the Celtics. Uh, Jalen Brown also played well. Um, he's continued to show why he's improved or how he's improved as a player this year. Um, scoring the ball more, doing everything more. So yeah, he's been, he played well. Uh, the bad, Jason Tatum, uh, he couldn't shoot to save his life. He scored five points, which is, can happen again if the Celtics want to go anywhere in the playoffs. I mean, five points is terrible, uh, especially for your star player right and especially when considering that Gordon Hayward is going to be leaving the bubble once um his child is born or for his child's birth um and it's gonna happen first round and playoff second round I don't, I don't really know but um he's going to uh, before the bubble ends um for the time the bubble ends so Jason Tatum can't perform that that bad again right um so yeah, that's pretty much it for Bucks Celtics. Great game again. They all were, as I mentioned earlier. Um and yeah. Um, moving on to Rockets Mavericks. Now I didn't watch this. I didn't watch the second half because I went to sleep. I did get the first half though. Um, Harden went off in the first quarter, right? Uh, Twenty three points, I think. Couldn't be stopped. Ended up with forty nine points. The Rockets won overtime. Uh, 153 to 149. Westbrook was also really good. He scored 31, showed playmaking ability, uh, and they're a dangerous duo. I think the Rockets are a dangerous team in the West, uh, considering their small ball lineup. It's unusual, so it can give teams problems. And then you have Harden and Westbrook paired together. They're a great duo. Harden's scoring abilities, uh, Westbrook's playmaking ability. Um, you can't his explosiveness. You can't count them out. On any given night, they could beat anybody. Um, and so, yeah, I think I think they're a sleeper team. They're dangerous. Um, and the Clippers and the Lakers are gonna have to watch out for them, right? Uh, for the Mavericks, though, Kristaps Porzingis was incredible. Um, he scored thirty nine points, sixteen rebounds. Uh, Twitter was obviously going off on the Knicks for trading him away for nothing. Uh, for basically nothing. Uh, Dennis Smith Jr., who I thought would be better, but hasn't been. Um, but yeah, that's what Twitter does. Makes fun of the Knicks. Uh, Luca was also playing really well, uh, as he does. It's it's insane. He, he had another triple-double, 28-10-13. Um... It seems to be normal for him at this point. It is, because he's a superstar, right? It should be normal. 
Um, I'm a big Luca fan. I think he's going to go down as one of the all-time, you know, greatest scorers, top ten scorer, top five even maybe. Um, and yeah, but what I'm interesting in seeing, interested in seeing, is how he performs in the playoffs. That's what I want to see. Can he lift the Mavericks uh, past the first round or even further? I don't know. I haven't seen it yet, so I'm really interested uh, interested to see how that goes. Um, Trey Burke, big surprise. He scored 31 points. I don't. He's not. He's obviously not going to do this every game, but it's nice to see to see he has the ability to. Um, you know, he could do it potentially. Who knows? You have to account for that if you're facing the Mavericks, and <clears throat> that so that's good for them. Uh, yeah, um, moving on to the, well, that was all four games, um, currently, the, the Heat and the Nuggets are playing, the, four, the first quarter just ended, uh, 26-25, uh, for the, for the Heat, Heat are winning by a point, I'm a Heat fan, so, uh, you know, excited about the heat obviously uh, a bit biased but whatever doesn't matter um yeah yeah like the heat obviously um also today we have a bunch of games today uh jazz thunder uh pelicans clippers sixers pacers and lakers raptors so those are all good games uh pelicans clippers is going to be interesting and then lakers raptors I think the Raptors are a sleeper team in the East, so there are a lot of sleeper teams, uh, in my opinion at least, for me. So it'll be interesting. Uh, yeah, can't wait. Um, yeah, moving on to the NFL, the Jamal Adams trade. Um, just gonna touch on it briefly. Uh, the Seattle gave up a 2021 first and third, a 2022 first and Bradley McDougal safety. Um, for Jamal Adams. In in terms of the trade itself, you could say the Jets won, right? Because they got a lot. And I do think they won. They got a lot, but I don't think I, I don't think the Seattle lost, right? I think, but the Jets they got a lot for a player that didn't even want to be there, which is what's important. They were able to get two firsts, a third, and the starting safety to replace a safety, right? Which isn't a super valuable position. That you want to pay a lot of money for or give up that many draft picks for and the jets got that even if the first are going to be in the 20s whatever there's still first round picks you never know who who you could draft in the first round right um but as i mentioned i don't think seattle lost because jamal adams is a great player who, who's going to help seattle's defense tremendously um whether it's playing coverage blitzing stopping the run you know put him at linebacker, whatever. Everything he's shown he can do in New York, he's going to be able to do in Seattle now. He just has to buy into the culture. He has to um, he has to become more of a, a team player as opposed to a me guy, which I think he is. But I think Seattle could change him. Um, and I, I just think he's going to be a great contributor for them. And it could elevate the Seahawks to like legitimate Super, Super Bowl contenders next season. I already thought they were pretty solid contenders, but if Jamal Adams, you know, if the trade, if he proves to be the same player that he was in New York, uh, in Seattle, 
which he should, um, he should be, then they could really make some noise in the NFC. Um, and at the end of the day, what's the point of draft picks? It's to get players that contribute to you winning a Super Bowl. And that's basically what the Seahawks did. They just gave up a few more draft picks to get Jamal Adams, who's one of the best players in the NFL, and is going to contribute to them winning a Super Bowl. Um, so yeah, I, I thought the Seahawks did great, but still, the Jets also made up very well. So both teams won, um, in my opinion. That's just how I feel. So, uh, moving on to the next uh, topic, which is or the next segment, opinions on opinions, right? Introduced this, introduced this uh, last episode, um, where I just go to like Bleacher Report or something, and read articles or lists or whatever, and tell you if I agree with them or not. Um, so let's do this. Uh, switch to screen. Excellent. So I'm on Bleacher Report. Um, one bold prediction for every top 10 NBA free agent. Serge Ibaka, Raptor, what it joins Pelican, okay. I guess these are predictions, I don't know. Oh, oh, okay, okay. These aren't like, where they're just where they're gonna go and all that. So wait, what did it say? Joins Pelicans. Hmm. That would be interesting actually. Uh, Joe Harris, Brooklyn's third leading scorer. Ooh. KD, Kyrie, and the Joe Harris. Uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich, what is, average 15 and 5. Okay, I could believe that. Um, let's see, I need that. I, I like this. Nil Gallinari helps carry the heat to the 2021 Eastern Conference Finals. The Finals. Finals. Uh, yeah, we did try to trade for him uh, before the the trade deadline. We got to contract extension talks, so we had a deal in place, obviously, I think. Um, and it just it just fell apart, which sucks, because the Thunder suck. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Um, I wish we could have got him. Um, but he's a free agent, and we could probably make it work. We have the money. Um, so let's see. I, I wouldn't... I wouldn't yeah, that would be great. <laughs> that would be great. Um, let's see. A full five-year max Ooh, for Brandon Ingram. Yeah. Oh, he, he deserves to be resigned. He's going to be resigned. The Pelicans should resign him. AD returns to Lakers and becomes first MVP. I don't know if he's going to win MVP. He's great, though. Okay. I don't know if that's necessarily great. I mean, I don't know. Those aren't like hot takes or whatever. Oof. Jim was asked to change jersey. Okay. Um, Jalen Brown, whatever. You know, who cares? Who cares? Um, don't need to pay attention to that stuff. Um, oops. My mouse sensitivity went up. That's why. Okay. NBA bubble player rankings. Top 30 players. Yeah, let's see this. De'Aaron Fox at 30. 36 in the regular season, 100. Okay, CJ McCollum. Bam. Bam should be higher. Jalen Brown. No, Bam should be higher. How is Bam lower? 
than his NBA 100 rank. That doesn't make sense. Uh, Jalen Brown, Jaw. I'm disappointed about this Bam thing. 28? Are you kidding me? But Brandon, no, no, no. Bam's Bam. Drew Holiday. Rudy Gobert. No. Uh, Kyle Lowry. No, no, no. Pascal. I don't mind Pascal. Pascal's great. Uh, Russ. Ben Simmons. No. No. Uh, defensively, he's a beast. But we all know his limits. Uh, Jason Tatum. He's no. Nah, he's a, he's a star. He just had a bad game. But yeah, Chris Middleton. He's gonna have to play that well um, for the Bucks to advance. Him being ranked tenth though on the NBA 100 was ridiculous. CP3 has been a beast. Jimmy, yeah, obviously. Uh, Damian Lillard, Paul George, okay. Luca, Joel. I don't know. I think uh, I think you have to put Luca above Joel because we don't know. I mean, Joel's just too injured all the time. Jokic, uh, AD, Harden, Kawhi, Giannis and LeBron. Okay, wait, so first let me see, okay, what is this based on? Um, um, the regular see, see, predictive, oh, okay, 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 that's fine. Yeah, I mean, I, I assume that, but no, I think Bam has to be higher. Look at this. Only six other players have turned in seasons, averaging at least 15 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists, 1 steal, and 1 block. Look at that. Look at that. This is a future superstar, MVP. Yeah. He doesn't have 3-point range yet. Yet. He's gonna get it. He's been working on his jump shot. Oh, I'm so excited for Bam. <laughs> so good he's so amazing yeah I wouldn't train to I wouldn't trade him for anybody I mean nah, I, he's gonna be a superstar I I do think Bam is gonna win MVP one day um, so that's super exciting for me but no I mean obviously I disagree with Chris Middleton here um, although he okay I guess if you take into account Predictions. If you think the Bucks are gonna go to the finals and have maybe even win, then Chris Middleton should be high. Because if it's predictive, that means he he will have performed really well. Um. Yeah, Jimmy. I don't know what happened to Jimmy's shooting this year. But. Um. But no, he's been great everywhere else. So. Yeah, okay, I don't I don't hate this. I don't hate this considering it's predictive as well. Um that's fine. Um yeah, I'm okay with I'm okay with that list. Marquise Lee opting out, that's the seventh uh Pats player. The Patriots aren't gonna be good this year. They're gonna be pretty bad. Um which I thought before even the opt outs, so yeah, let's see. NFL players next in line for big extensions after Joey Bosa's mega deal. Ronnie Stanley, yeah, uh, he's a great tackle. He's gonna be one, he's one of the best tackles in the league. Uh, Jamal Adams, obviously, the Seahawks are gonna have to pay him. George Kittle as well. 
Um, I agree with him being the best head of the game. It's him and Kelsey, but I don't know. I like Kittle for some reason. Um, Yannick Nagakwe, he's not going to get it from the Jaguars. He's definitely not getting it from the Jaguars. Uh, Dak, obviously an interesting situation. Uh, Deshaun, yeah. he's going to have to get paid. Um, yeah, he's going to have to. Um, I think you can make a case for some other players. Um, TJ Watt, maybe over Yannick Nagakwe in that spot. But yeah, I mean... There are a lot of players that are going to get paid. Um, so, yeah. Oh, I saw this. Where was it? it um, I think it was Matt Miller who said Caleb Farley is his uh, number one corner for the 21 draft. Uh, I disagree. Uh, Patrick Sertain Jr. and um, Sean Wade both are better. Uh, and there could be more guys, but I mean, whatever. Um, yeah, okay. The NFL 100 ranking. I do want to talk about that for a bit. So let me, I guess. Yeah, let me just let me just hold on. Actually, let me not. Let me not do that. Um, what's it called? I forgot. Oh, right. The top 100. Um, so obviously, I mean, it was voted on, I think, in November. So I see why Mahomes wasn't one and, and all that. I, I think Russell should have been over um, Lamar. But Mahomes not being one, I get. Because in November, he remember, he missed two games and all that. He wasn't having the greatest regular season. It was good. It was really good. But it wasn't, like, great, right? Like, Russ and Lamar. And so, he just wasn't ranked number one, which uh, makes sense um, to me. Carson Wentz not being top 100, uh, I disagree with. He's definitely a top 100 player. He's better than Tannehill. He's better than Garoppolo. He's better than um, a lot of quarterbacks that were ranked higher. Um, Kyler Murray at 90, a lot of people had a problem with that. I didn't. He could have even been higher. I wouldn't have a problem with it. I'm a big Kyler Murray fan. I think he's going to be a star in the league. But that's just me. And yeah, I mean... I don't know. The top 100 just... It's it's not that great. Devontae Parker should have been in it. 1,200 yards. And he wasn't. Whatever. Um, you know. It's their opinion. It's the player's opinion. So, who am I to argue? But, um, yeah, that was a top 100. Don't really care for it. Uh, I used to a lot more when they would release one episode a week, maybe 10 players, you know, each episode, and actually be a, a long countdown, but it doesn't matter much now. They, they release it all in, like, four days, so. Yeah, let's see this. Uh, Burrow, um, yeah, he signed his... Uh, his rookie contract uh, this is smart smart guy more players should do this um, yeah obviously I'm a huge Burrow fan I think he's gonna be great so yeah good for him 
uh, Tua passes physical. That's another another thing. I'm very excited about that. Um, Tua is going to be a superstar. I'm definitely biased, but whatever. Oh, let's see what else is there. I don't know if there's much else. Much more, many more opinions. One of the best. Okay, I don't know about that. I mean, he's an all-time great, but uh, one of the best of all time is insinuating like top ten or whatever. He's definitely not top ten. So, yeah. Um, let's just see college football. See what's happening here. Uh, uh, I mean. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens in college football. But anyways, um, let me head back to this. So that's enough of that. And yeah, let me head to my final segment, um, my Ghost of Tsushima review. Um, if you watched, or if you listened, or watched, whatever, however you're uh, taking this in, uh, this podcast in, um, the last episode. I, my recommendation, my show slash game recommendation was Ghost of Tsushima, which I didn't play, but I watched a Chris move, uh, walked over it, and it was completed. I said when it would be completed, I'd give the review, and it was finished. And so, yeah, I'm going to give the review. Um, spoiler free, just a brief review. Um, it's an awesome game. It looked amazing. Um, the story was super interesting because it had, it had multiple stories, right? Uh, the it had both the 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 main storyline, which is which was the whole freeing uh, saving Tsushima from the Mongols and Koden Khan and all that, but then it also had the internal struggle for Jin Sakai with um, the samurai code and all that, and then he had to change his ways and his uncle um, not understanding, which led to the ending, which was wild um it is a great ending whichever ending you chose uh it's a hint i guess but no it was amazing um it was super immersive it looked super immersive um there was looked like so much you could do uh, the stealth was awesome it was like an assassin's creed game uh, with samurai like an actual assassin's creed game not the origins and odyssey and all that where it's not actually stealthy, uh, or assassins, but, yeah, I don't know, it was just, it's just a super awesome game, and a great way for PS4 to finish off their exclusives, um, before PS5, and, yeah, so I recommend, um, if you haven't played or watched someone play it, you should, um, because just a great game, and so, yeah, that's pretty much it um, for this this uh, episode of the Pro Sports Talk podcast. So um, thanks for listening or watching. Um, I hope you enjoyed. Uh, if you did, like, subscribe, you know, follow, whatever, and um, I'll see you next time. Bye.